Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast on Podcast One. Hey everybody, welcome to Dr. Drew Podcast. Uh, please do support those that support us. We're capable of wind and the sale of the Corolla Pirate Ship. And uh, don't forget to check out drdrew.tv. We have a new streaming show there, Ask Dr. Drew, and uh, we'll send you a blast if you want to be a part of it and interact. It's two hours of streaming on multiple platforms. Also, uh, of course, After Dark, Your Mom's House. Uh, oh, we have a new whole series coming on Robert Paul Champagne, those of you who are After Dark fans. It is my distinct pleasure to welcome back the one and only Chief Sex, sex Executive <laughs> Officer of Mr. Skin, Mr. Skin himself. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, Dr. Drew. Thanks for having me on, man. You bet. It's the end of the year. It's time for a top 10, right? Yeah. You know, every year uh, now for this is my 20th time I've done this is I recap uh, the top 10 nude scenes, female nude scenes of the year. And Why I have just female? You, Come on now. Discriminatory, it, I tell you. It, well, uh, Mr. Man uh, uh, over there, we have okay. a top 10, but uh, it's not my area of expertise. But I, I do want to say that it's changed a lot because back in 1999, there were only 19 television shows that had nude scenes, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, in 2009, there were 26 shows that had uh, female nude scenes. And today in 2019, there are 149 shows ac- across 38 platforms, which is pretty incredible. And, that, uh, and that's just changed t- over that's 20 years. Just TV, right? That's just TV. That's not even counting uh, movies. Oh, my God. That really is extraordinary. And it's not just, by the way, you brought up uh, discrimi- discriminating against men. Yeah. Uh, the male nudity television shows in 2019, 144 active television shows with male nudity. If anyone watched Watchmen, uh, this weekend, they'll know what I'm talking about. It's crazy. It's not just female nudity. It's every kind of nudity. There's just so many different places to to, to watch. It television. seems like there's a, no, a, yeah. a lot of walking out uh, walking out of bed without your clothes on. Oh my god! Walking well, away from the camera. Um, you know, like HBO has nine television active television shows with nudity right now. Showtime has seven. Netflix has. 45. Mm. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's amazing. So needless to say, my uh, crack staff is very busy. How do you, how do you categorize like Amazon? Cause it's old. Well, Amazon is second. They have 14 television shows with nudity uh, active right now. Female nudity. Maisel has nudity. I love that show, by the way. <laughs> I love it. Me too. Uh, the very first episode at Rachel Brosnahan, uh, naked, albeit a uh, kind of a dark scene, but um, oh wait a minute, you must not have seen the third season that I'm watching right now. Oh no, no, that's what I'm saying. I was saying that's what I'm talking about. In the third season, uh, Rachel uh, Brosnahan was naked, and uh, it was um, just kind of cool that even though it was kind of a dark scene in that very uh, first episode of the uh, third season, it was still a nude scene from her, and uh, pretty awesome. It's when she gets up out of bed, right? Yep. 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 That's what You're I right. I no, that. it's a great, it's really great show. But it, I, I find it, um, you know, I got to separate what I do, which is <laughs> chronicle every nude scene uh, in the history of movies and television, and trying to just watch television uh, too, because I still enjoy watching great shows like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and 
you know, you know, whatever it is. I love The Crown. There's a, there's a lot of shows I love that maybe don't have a ton of nudity, but boy, trying to keep track of, uh, trying to choose what shows to watch is right. not easy because there's so much good television. Not counting the nudity, I'm talking about just great television <laughs> and you know? lots of nudity <laughs> and lots of nudity, which is a nice bonus. So, so has yeah. the has the you know back when you were first in the Chicago what the Mercantile Exchange? What do we call yes. that? The pits, Chicago Mercantile. Yeah, Exchange. in the pits. Yeah, in the pits, and you became this novelty lunchtime novelty, or I guess after <laughs> yes. work novelty, where yeah. you where you had this encyclopedic knowledge of people's. Uh, Really, slips on television essentially is what they were, just almost yeah. nude, nude scenes. Was it – was there anything – was that more intense for young males to be tantalized like that? Is it the quality of what we're looking at change? Do you talk to young people who are using your site about what they're getting out of it? And do you ever think you know, about how this has changed over time? I think when I first started doing this in the 90s before the internet hit and you know, when I was going on radio shows in like 97, 98, 99 – and people weren't used to the internet. It, I think it was way cooler because there, I was the only game in town. Like you had to ask me to figure it out. I think today, <laughs> obviously, if you search an actress named Nude, you could probably find it. And while I'm on the subject, I get a lot of that. You know, if I'm at a party or something, guys will be like, I, I, "How could you have a website where you charge people, you know, a subscriber when there's all that free stuff on the internet?" But I think what I started the conversation with you when we were talking about, there's just so much out there right now. And listen, there's certain people that are willing to pay a fee, a monthly fee, for us to do all the work to chronicle all this stuff. So it's kind of a one-stop shop to see everything. And uh, it's funny, there's so much content out there that there's an there's really, there truly is a, a, you know, a service we provide for people in tracking every nude scene every day that happens in television and movies uh, for our subscribers. So it's funny, even though there is a lot of free stuff on the Internet, a subscription site uh, site like us still thrives because um, there's just so much out there, and it's, you know, like I say, a one-stop shop to see it all. I, I'm just so I, – I get that, but I'm so curious how – the relationship with these images. I mean, it was mostly young males that were sort of tantalized by your knowledge <laughs> and your yeah. and your encyclopedia, and <laughs> and it is, I'm sure, now as well. But what in a world where there's pornography at their fingertips and stuff, what what are they getting from this? Well, first of all, celebrity is. I've always said this, and I think I've even talked to you about it in yep. private. Uh, is that like I, I, to a guy? I think celebrity is more. T- titillating, to see a celebrity naked is more titillating than to see someone doing porn uh, naked. And, and the reason is, celebrity, you could kind of equate it to, it's like someone you know. Right. And I've always, I've always said that it's more exciting if I told you that, you know, that, that girl down at the coffee shop you see every day when you get your coffee that's beautiful, if I told you she had done a nude scene, you'd You'd probably, as a guy, want to see that versus some anonymous girl uh, you see in a porn. And uh, there's there's that that feeling with celebrity where you know them, uh, you you see them on television all the time, you know them from talk shows or magazines or whatever it is, and it makes you feel like they're kind of like a friend or, a, or or a girl you know. And it's always more exciting to see the girl at work or the girl that you see on a regular basis nude than it is someone you have no idea who it is in, in a porn movie. And, 
it's just it's just the the lure of celebrity, and and that's always going to be that way. Let's keep going down the top ten. Yes. <laughs> well, we um, uh, we just launched this at the front page of MrSkin.com, which is the top ten nude scenes of. Uh, 2019, and uh, as you can imagine, it's not easy to narrow it down to just 10, but uh, that's what I do uh, for a living, and at some point, i got to say enough's enough, here's the 10, and uh, I'll start with uh, one you probably know, which is Maisie Williams in Game of Thrones. She plays Arya Stark, or played Arya Stark, and in the very final season, uh, she finally did a nude scene, and it was kind of controversial from the standpoint of a lot of fans of the show were taken aback by the fact that you know, this girl that we had seen grow up right. during the show did a nude scene, so it was kind of tough. But the producers of the show were pretty clear that say, look, first of all, she's 22 years old in real life. Secondly, she's playing an 18-year-old who was heading into the ultimate battle to save the world. <laughs> you know, she, she was heading into this battle, and she wanted to experience sex before she went. And uh, it was kind of a, it was pretty cool. And I got to say, of all the nude scenes on my list, this might be the most uh, well-known of the nude scenes in 2019 because it came from Game of Thrones. Interesting. Yeah. Now, number nine on the list is uh, Emma Stone in The Favorite. And Dr. Drew, you were talking, asking me about celebrities and what's the lure. Well, when an actress that's famous does her first nude scene, that's even more exciting than just uh, you know your fifth or sixth nude scene. And Emma Stone, who had a breakout role in 2007 Superbad and then won an Oscar for La La Land a few years ago, has been a pretty popular actress. And I would get a lot of inquiries or, or skin inquiries from people wanting to know, has Emma Stone ever been nude? And I'd always have to say, no, it just hasn't happened yet. But she did this movie, The Favorite, which is set in 18th century England, and she's in bed with Olivia Colman, uh, Queen Anne, uh, they're in a secret lesbian relationship, uh, and uh, uh, it's really hot, hot stuff uh, here. And I didn't know all this was going on in 18th century England, but at the hour and one minute mark, we see Emma Stone naked, which was pretty awesome. Still so human. That was number nine. Still talking about human beings. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, they did not then, have uh, Mr. Skin, but they were still human beings. Yeah, no, for sure. Hey, it's uh, sex has been going on forever. It's just... Uh, uh, that that movie was uh, was actually a lot of fun, and usually 18th century England movies aren't maybe most guys' cup of tea, but I think you'd enjoy that. It's a really good movie. Um, number eight on the list of the best nude scenes of 2019 is Lady Gaga in A Star is Born, and you probably know this, that they've done a bunch of iterations of this movie. The first one uh, starred Janet Gaynor back in 1937, then they had Judy Garland in 1954 in A Star is Born, and Barbara Streisand, a famous one when we were growing up uh, in the '70s, but um, this movie kicked some ass at the, you know, in the theaters. Did great. And do you remember uh, the Lady- one in the '70s had a big Playboy spread associated with it? Right. Remember? Yes. And uh, uh, unfortunately, it wasn't Barbara Streisand completely nude. You'll have to see the Japanese laser disc version of <laughs> the Owl and the Pussycat for that. But no, uh, uh, to see her topless. But. Uh, what Lady Gaga reminds me a lot of Madonna in the fact that she's a famous singer who is just not afraid to be naked. She was full frontal uh, very briefly in A Star is Born, but that came in at number eight on the best celebrity nude scenes of the year. Keep going. Number seven is uh, Amber Heard in London Fields. And uh, uh, London Fields was filmed in 2015. It was released in 2019 due to some 
uh, legal issues. But at the 21-minute mark, maybe the world's luckiest actor, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, <laughs> is being seduced by Amber Heard. And um, it, it's it's amazing the with Monsters Ball and all the other uh, movies, Billy Bob Thornton's been in the room with some very beautiful naked women, not to mention his relationship with Angelina Jolie. Uh, kudos, great actor and a guy who's had some really lucky nude moments. Uh, uh, and this one with Amber Heard, by the way, when we do our Anatomy Awards for the uh, best bud, I think Amber Heard and London Fields will will, will uh, have some stiff competition for for winning that. It should be good. So, is is there? Uh, oh, there it is. Oh, he's putting them up. I'm getting to see. Oh, them. the guys are okay. Yeah. Good, yeah. Because uh, Doctor Drew, what fun is nudity if you can't see it? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're actually they actually the, the whole clip. Yeah, we have. Uh, a still and then a clip if you want to watch the clip at the front page of our site. So. Mr. Skin's been very good to us around here. I see. Yeah, I always take care of the crew over there in, in Los Angeles. No problem. So. All right. What's next? Uh, number six is, um, I don't know if you heard of this show, but it's pretty fun. It's uh, Glow. It's Allison Brie and Glow, yeah. which is a Netflix uh, show. It's, uh, I'm, Gordon, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the show. Yeah. And, and uh, the other one is nude in part of the scene, too, though. Betty Gilpin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she's done some good nudes, too. But uh, uh, Alison Brie, um, now this was in season three. By the way, that show was renewed for a fourth season, Dr. Drew, and uh, um, it'll be the final season. And um, it's based on this Women's Wrestling Federation in the L.A. in the 1980s. And um, Alison Brie was another one where I'd always get asked about over the last, like, ten years because she was Trudy Campbell on Mad Men and probably more um, well-known as Annie from the the cult sitcom community, and she had never done a nude scene. In the very first season, the very first episode of Glow, she was nude, and it, it ranked very high that year on my top ten nude scenes. But in the season three, she did this fun topless scene, and she is, like, I think people would be surprised as how hot Alison Brie topless is, and it came in at number six on our best uh, nude scenes of 2019. So funny. I just saw her a couple of weeks ago. I'm feeling guilty now looking at this. Yeah, sorry about that. That's one thing. I live in Chicago, so I never see celebrities in person, so it's way different for you. So you're, you're at Starbucks seeing do you you know, ever, celebrities. Do you ever get grief from people? You know, I got to say, I've been, listen, I've been doing this 20 years. Um, the, the ones I get are like, um, you know, with this database we have, like we we truly chronicle every nude scene in the history of movies and television. So it'll be like, let's say someone was, you know, maybe in two or three movies in their life in the nineties and they were nude in a movie and we put it in our website. And then like in the two thousands, they become like a school teacher or something. And they're like, Hey, you know, I was in this movie, you know, and I'm always like, yeah, no problem. I mean, I, you know, take it down, not a big deal, but that's really it. The big celebrities, I mean, it's all over the internet, you know, it's like, you know, they don't really care. So. <laughs> and let, let's talk about you for just a quick second. Your wife's an attorney. What, what kind of law she practice? Well, she was a personal injury attorney. Now she's a uh, uh, entrepreneur. She's starting a new business, which will be uh, uh, going on. But she's very, she's way more, you know, smarter, uh, uh, smarter than I am, and I'm very lucky to have her. And uh, um, we have three kids, and we live in a suburb of Chicago. So, what's her? Do you talk about her business? Um, it's. I can't, but it's uh, it'll be coming out uh, uh, next year. It'll be in the beverage industry. Oh, that's fun. Uh, I think it's going to be very successful. Good for you. Yeah. No. Uh, and yeah. then, do you guys both work on some charities? Right. Yeah, she was. Uh, she 
she was the president of a woman's cancer charity uh, stand-up uh, that was involved with stand-up to cancer. She was uh, involved in that, and then she was with another uh, woman's cancer charity. And she, um, yeah, she's done a lot of a lot of great stuff. I'm very lucky to have her, and I can't believe she'd be married to me. So <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know st- how I did it. <laughs> and you still have tons of employees, right? Yeah, we have about forty uh, SK employees. Uh, about 32 in the Chicago office, and I got, um, you know, probably 8 to 10 that are either uh, tech people all over the world. I have guys in Russia and Brazil and South America. Why, why do they have, does that for the maintenance of the platforms? Yeah, because we, you know, we get so much traffic, and, uh, you know, when, you're, when you get 6 million visitors and you have hundreds of thousands of picks and clips and you have billing and you have customer service and an admin and all that, you need real sophisticated uh, technology, and some of our technology people work out of our office, and then others work around the world. And they're they're all looped in, obviously, and work very closely. But it's it's kind of a it's kind of cool when they they come to visit from other countries. It's fun, and uh, um, yeah, it's just uh, it's neat. This is, and I'm lucky because I'm I'm probably the least technical person you could uh, imagine, you know. And yeah. uh, I have great tech people that always. Uh, uh, handle this stuff for me. I'm not. I'm not the guy to get too in the weeds on the technology. If somebody's going to complain about Mr. Skin, what what are they calling customer service about? Oh, they'll get mad. Like if um, there's something that uh, they they <laughs> what happens a lot is we'll we'll have guys that go to film fest and uh, we call them skin scouts <laughs> and they'll uh, they'll see a, it's something at the Toronto Film Fest in September and we'll report on like, hey, a celebrity is going to be naked in this upcoming movie, so we'll make a big deal about it. And then, like, six months later, it's not in our website, and we'll get these customer service complaints, but we'll be like, it hasn't been released in theaters yet. You know, give, it, give us a chance. You know, it's just, you know, that's the kind of stuff uh, uh, people usually complain about, for instance. But you'd be surprised if, for all the, you know, the millions of people that come to our website, you'd be amazed at some of the uh, stuff. I remember one time our, <laughs> our customer service, and we have these, women that are awesome. Some are in the office, some work from home. And like this one guy um, drew on his penis um, a smile, like on the, on the head of his penis, like eyeballs and a smiley face and used it as his like image for his customer service request. So oh this is the kind of stuff you have to deal with when you own an adult website. I just, guess just FYI. <laughs> kind, of, kind of makes sense. All right, let's yeah. finish up your top 10. Yeah. Well, number five on the list is uh Kelly Berglund on a Stars TV show called Now Apocalypse. And Now Apocalypse, um, if, you're, if anyone out there is wondering, what television show in 2019 had the most female nude scenes? It's Now Apocalypse. Uh, um, unfortunately, I'm sad to report this show was canceled after its first season. We will not get a, a season two. But uh, Kelly Berglund, who is best known, she's 23 years old now, but about seven, eight years ago, she played Bree Davenport, a bionic teenager on the huh. Disney Channel series Lab Rats. So it's always awkward when a, a Disney Channel star makes my top 10 nude scenes of the year. But she is 23 years old, and she's gorgeous. And um, this scene in the bathtub was number five on the best nude scenes of 2009. What is this series about? What is Now Apocalypse about? Um, well, it was created by uh, that avant-garde filmmaker Greg Iraqi and, and Carly Ciertino, the founder of the uh, sex culture website Vice, uh, the online series uh, Slut Ever was one of her things, and um, they're two very sexual people. And the show it follows this group of these 
Los Angeles people who engage in all forms of sex, and, and one of them actually dreams about the end of the world, which, so it's kind of like a, it's, it was kind of out there. And unfortunately, I'm sad to report it was canceled, but uh, um, it did have the most nude scenes of any television show in 2019. Do, do you do uh, reviews on any, or do you think about other kinds of films? Meaning, do I, do, does it have to have nudity for me to like it? I, I'm just wondering if you have like an opinion on The Irishman. Oh, no. Well, here's my opinion. I haven't had a chance to watch it, and it's killing me. Um, you know, it's so long that I'm trying to carve out the time where I could sit and watch the whole three and a half hours. Uh, don't, me, I, don't watch I, it all at once. You'll be, you'll be, it'll be challenging to watch it all yeah, at once. Yeah, no, I know. And I, I think what I'll do is watch, you know, an hour or two with my wife. And then, because, like, one of my favorite television shows of all time, uh, some of my favorite shows, like Mad Men, for instance, wasn't a show with nudity. Um, Seinfeld, uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I mean, those are like my some of my favorite shows. So it's not that I need nudity to enjoy it, but um, it, it doesn't hurt. So <laughs> <laughs> number four. Number four is a show you may have seen advertised because they did a heavy pr- push on this. It's called a. Uh, Carnival Row, and there was an, a beautiful British-born supermodel named Cara Delevingne who starred with uh, Orlando Bloom in this. And uh, see, what got me is like I, I heard about this, like all right, I'll maybe add it to my wish list of shows I want to get to. But then it didn't like it's not my cup of tea. It's set in Victorian England where fairies exist. And if you look at this picture, if the guys could show you this Cara Delevingne, beautiful topless scene. But she does have fairy wings behind her. Yeah, so I'm watching it. it. Yeah, it's a little off-putting. So uh, anyway, it's um, if you don't mind the fairy wings, it's an awesome topless scene that came in at number four on, on the best nude scenes of the year. And we're counting down to number one, yes? What's that? We're counting down to number one? Yes, we'll get to number one. But uh, number three is uh, Margaret Qualley and Donnie Brook, which uh, happened. Uh, it's a bit like a bare-knuckle brawler movie. And... Um, you might know who, not know who she is, Dr. Drew, but she is Andy McDowell's daughter oh in real goodness. life. And um, uh, another thing, if, did you see Once Upon, a T- uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino yes. movie this summer? Yes. You remember when Brad Pitt was driving and that Manson girl was seducing him in the yes. car? Yes, That's Margaret Qualley. Oh, wow. That's who you're, yeah, so it's pretty cool. And um, I love this nude scene. It's full frontal nudity skinny dipping, and uh, it was that third best nude scene of the year. Who, who determines this top ten? Well, what happens is my, my team of content people and writers um, put an initial list of their 25 favorite, and then we kind of debate it back and forth and all that, and then in the end, this is my order, my Oh, ten. it's you. It's all you. Well, they, well, it's all me in determining the ten and the order, but you need, like, you got to remember you need people that are tracking every nude scene all year and then be able to present like a, a, a great list of 25 so I could work off of. Because you know what happens a lot is, you know, you're so immersed in this stuff and we get to the end of the year, like, so it's around November we start looking at this stuff and then I'll be like, shit, I forgot, that happened in January. Oh, wow, that happened in February. So there's a lot of stuff in the beginning of the year you totally forget about because you're like, inundated with nude scenes all year. It's hard to remember all this stuff, but hey, a, someone has to do it. So. Quite a life. Yeah, what a life. Number two. <laughs> uh, number two is, uh, you'll love this. This is awesome. It's Kate Mara and Ellen Page in a movie called My Days of Mercy. Now, My Days of Mercy um, is about these uh, women 
two women uh, on the opposite sides of the debate about the death penalty, and they end up falling in love with each other. And this was one of those movies. It's a perfect example when you're asking me about customer service. So Skin Scout sees it at a film fest. We report on this awesome uh, lesbian scene between the two actresses uh, at the 57-minute mark. Then the movie languishes, does not come out for like 18 months. People are going nuts. Our poor customer service are like, what the hell? What's, you, know, uh, you know, these guys are going crazy on customer service. Finally comes out, and Kate Mara played uh, Zoe Barnes on the Netflix series House of Cards. So she was pretty popular. And then, of course, uh, uh, Ellen Page was Juno and a bunch of other things. So um, when it came out, it, like, totally was worth the wait. It was awesome, and it came in at the second-best nude scene of the year. But um, i got to say, we took a lot of shit from people that were like, Hey, you talk about it, but then you don't show us. But I mean, you can't—I can't show you something that isn't officially out yet. I don't have that kind of power. Beyond hysterical, what your what your users are upset about. (laughs) I know this is my life. Like, yeah, this is the the things my my users are upset about. All right, the number one. Number one. Did you hear about? You probably heard about that show Euphoria on on, uh, HBO. Did you hear about that? I watched it. Yeah. 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 So you know this girl that played Cass. Your name's Sydney Sweeney, and then. uh, and, and this show, like, it really messed with a lot of parents' minds. Because, yeah. like, so all these kids are, um, they're like, the, the actors are in their 20s, right? But they're playing, like, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. And it's set in a high school. They were doing the craziest drugs. It was actually depressing to think, Jesus, that's what kids are doing. Well, it was very school. depressing. And, and But when you talk to high school kids, they go, yeah, it's pretty much like that. I know. That's, like, scary shit. Yeah. So um, they had, like... Uh, not to mention the the sex was like wild. Like I mean, I I lived through you know the '80s sex, and a, this was way crazier than what we had. And then like they had transgender actress Hunter Schaefer. Yep. Um, there was even a scene where 21 guys um, went full frontal in a locker room. Uh, most penises ever on a television show in one episode in the history of TV. Like they did a lot of crazy stuff, but um, it's it's still a really cool show to watch, uh, though not for the squeamish. And uh, uh, Sydney Sweeney, who, like I said, played Cassie Topless in the very first episode, gave our uh, got our best nude scene of 2019. Do you contact these actresses? Do they know no, this? No. And that show that Euphoria does really portray drug addiction very accurately. Yeah, I figured a guy like you could like like really... Yeah. Yeah, you would understand well, you, that. Usually that, yeah. shows about medicine or mental health take I'm immediately taken out by the inaccuracy. I'm like, yep, I can't I can't I can't stay in the in the story cuz uh, I'm distracted by the the inaccuracies. Not this one. They they were very accurate. Yeah, I was wondering what you thought of that because uh it it my kids I my oldest is a sophomore and I'm like, "Holy Jesus, uh if this truly is what's going on in high schools around the country, that is it was wild because it's actually, like I said, it's actually depressing. Like, uh, I'm not saying it was better when I was in high school, but it, when I was in high school, it was beer and weed. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. this stuff is scary. Did you, you know? ask your kids? Um, well, yeah, they tell us. I talked to my daughter. No, no, but it. do you have them watch an episode and go, "Is this like this is what happens?" Well, at the, the party? problem is, is the sex. And listen, I'm not approved by any means, but Mr. Skin is saying this. <laughs> my daughter. Well, no, I mean, I'm not a prude as far as talking to my kids. I mean, I, yeah. obviously. But my uh, my daughter is only a sophomore to kind of, like, throw, like, this, like, 
the sex that's in there in you know is a little tough. So I think we'll, what we'll I think her. what they'll tell we'll you get is, her there. We'll get her there. I think what they'll tell you is that that it's it's happening, but it's not not everybody's doing this. No, and like I hope so. Yeah. yeah, listen, yeah. And that's you know that's bad enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I got you. So, well, how are you? Everything good in your life? You're still enjoying doing all this? Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm getting. I gotta say though, I'm. Uh, I, I I think I got another uh, another couple years in me, and then we'll, we'll make a decision. Uh, I've been doing this 20 years, and um, and believe me, it has nothing to do with I don't enjoy it or anything like that. But I really, um, uh, I don't know if I'll be doing this much longer than two or three years, as far as being you know the face of the company and being. Uh, doing shows your and kid, stuff like your that. Your kids are growing up. That's what. Yeah, that is. you know, it's a it's a combination of that and like I think with the Me Too movement and everything else, it's kind of hard to like. Um, though I don't compare what I do to like <laughs> sexually assaulting women in right. business place, but um, I still it's still times are changing. I have to say, and there's less and less t- um, shows, um, radio shows, and things that this is acceptable. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, like, absolutely. It, it, when I started um, 20 years ago, man, it was like every show, there were so many morning zoos and all that. It's like more and more shows are like so different. And, um, and that's fine. I, you know, and I've gotten older and I think uh, um, I'll either, I don't know if I'll, I'll sell the business, but maybe not be the face of the business and let my guys run it and I'll just retire and <laughs> have fun and watch my kids play sports and all that. And we'll see what happens. Really? No new, no new projects after that? Back to the... Um, well, yeah, we'll see. I have a uh, something when it happens. I'm, I, I definitely want to share it with you because I think you'll love it. But I have a, a really incredible documentary on the history of uh, movie uh, nudity, both female and male, starting you know from Thomas Edison, Thomas Edison all the way up to the Me Too movement. And uh, uh, we're just finishing up at the end of this year. We should be completely done with the documentary. We, we interviewed tons of. Um, Actors and actresses, and film historians, and film reviewers, and um, writers, and uh, you know whatever. And uh, I think it's going to do really well. And uh, uh, we're actually even going to have a a screening of the movie um, in LA when it. Oh, great! Um, what it is? So I'll hit you up and hopefully you can swing by and and watch the history of nudity with Speaking me. Speaking of be great. the history, the the deuce gets a lot into the history of uh, film. Yeah, I really am, I'm really sad that show didn't go longer. Um, because it really, you know, it was cool when I was watching the Deuce. Um, the third season, the final season, they started getting into the um, uh, the VHS era yeah. of of porn, yeah. and they um, were showing them in Vegas. And it's so cool because my career, literally, I started in January of two thousand. I went to the AVN show when I had just launched in um, August of ninety nine. I launched my website and I went to AVN and Internex in Vegas. So. That whole like Vegas show thing, and I I've never missed uh, an ABN uh, since I started in 2000, and it was kind of cool to see them walking around in Las in you know their movie Las Vegas or television show set Las Vegas, and it brought back a lot of memories of the early days of um, uh, when I started, and and uh, it was kind of cool to see. So I really dug that from the third season of The Deuce. Well, listen, my friend, good to talk to you, and I'm glad you're still out there thriving and your kids are getting bigger and your wife's going on to new projects, and uh, it's always kind of fun to talk to you. So, Yeah, uh, no, always a pleasure, and I really appreciate you having me on. I always have a great time on your show, so thanks a lot. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Okay, Dr. Drew, right, thanks. Bye. All right, everybody, thank you for uh, joining us, and uh, don't forget to check out uh, DrDrew.com, the family podcast there, and also DrDrew.tv, who joined us on the streaming show. 
where you can interact, ask questions, and uh, in real time, live. And uh, until next time, we'll see you then. For calling times and topics, follow the show on Twitter at Dr. Drew Podcast. That's D-R-D-R-E-W Podcast. The music from today's episode can be found on the swinging sounds of the Dr. Drew Podcast, now available on iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to rate the show. The Dr. Drew Podcast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana and Gary Smith. For more information, go to drdrew.com. All conversation and information exchanged during the participation in the Dr. Drew Podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. Only. Do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction. Nothing on these podcasts supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as a physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the podcast or drdrew.com. 